Let's get to now. Uh, Diane Martin is the Chief Executive Officer, Registered Practical Nurses Association of Ontario. Good morning. Good morning. Do you have a simple answer on why uh, we don't have enough nurses? Well, um, it's actually no. I don't okay. have a simple answer, but it's it's. But there is there is a reason we don't have nurses, and it, it's quite simply that we can't keep them when we get them. We have not done a very good job of of how we've treated them during the past um, three four years. It's been quite different the experience for nurses during the past three four years than it was prior to that, and. Um, the survey that we just did, that we do yearly, we really did expect there to be an improvement this year. I could not have been more surprised. Well, we have the story today, and actually it was generated yesterday on the Rush Reshmi Nair talked to a mom of a four-year-old who fourth time was told, okay, uh, bring your little toddler in. He's four years old and he can have open heart surgery, which I can't imagine a family dealing with that. Um, Sick kids is a great place, but then they got the call moments before they were going to leave the house to say, uh, once again, we're canceling your surgery. We don't have an ICU nurse. And this is just, this is just not what families should hear in a modern country. The survey that we did about the experience of nurses that we do every year told us exactly that. I'm just going to tell you a statistic from there. 63, um, sorry, 62% of nurses say they've directly witnessed how delays such as the one you spoke of have resulted in a decline in health of people. It's not just the serious upset that you describe, but it's also the health of people. In general. You mean we're getting sicker as people? Is that what you meant? Yes, because you can't access care. Yeah, I think oh, sometimes, I see, yeah. yeah, so I think that, um, uh, you know, when we regularly take care of our, our health and get the treatment we needed, we need at the time, um, we were able to stay fairly healthy. But that's been much, much harder for people. And so as a result, we have people who, who nurses are witnessing become sicker. All right. So we, we contacted the health ministry because we wanted to, the health minister to come on and talk about the, this incident of the young boy having his uh, surgery canceled for the fourth time. And she won't come on, but they sent us a statement. And I want you to react to this. Uh, they wrote, well, or one of her apparatchiks sent us this, but it reads, since our government took office in 2018, over 63,000 new nurses and nearly 8,000 new doctors have registered to work in Ontario. 2022 was a record-breaking year for new nurses in Ontario, with over 15,000 new nurses registered, another 30,000 are studying at an Ontario college or university. So if I take that by face value, we're just loaded up with healthcare professionals. Well, two things for that. First of all, that is the number of new nurses, the new ones without experience uh, um, and you know, thank God for them. But but um, it's the experienced nurses that we are not keeping. And the, the lack of comment on how many have either left, gone part-time, 
um, gone to non-patient roles. She's talking about the numbers of nurses uh, registered in Ontario. That's half the story. And then when you add to that the fact that as an aging society, we all access more, more health care. We were going to need those numbers of nurses added to the system um, at this point in, in society's history, um, even without all the nurses who were leaving. So that does not address the shortage. It only addresses the people that have been brought in. Um, part, part of the solution, graduate new nurses, bring in new nurses from other places, but it is meaningless without keeping the ones that we already have. Diane Martin is with me, Chief Executive Officer, Registered Practical Nurses Association of Ontario. Well, when you say they're leaving, where are they going? Are we losing them to other provinces, to the United States or other countries? Well, um, I think that first and foremost, we're leasing them from the profession. When we first did this survey uh, in right in the middle of like 2020, right, right when people were really struggling in the pandemic and we were still cheering on our nurses and um, 60 some percent of them uh, said they'd never been prouder to be a nurse. And that has dropped down to um, 31 percent of nurses saying that they're proud to be a nurse only 31 so i think some of i think our biggest loss is to uh either um out of the profession or to non-direct patient care roles where i mean you have to understand that nurses who are are in the field are experiencing a severe moral distress at seeing patients who need a certain level of care and literally being physically unable to provide it. So those nurses for their own well-being have chosen many different pathways. Some have gone to to other uh, provinces. Um, some of the other provinces have recognized this uh, quite early and have given um, uh, significant um, pay increases. You know, in Ontario, we were held back for three years with uh, held to 1% and no ability to negotiate a pay raise. So when you add it all together, there's just so much that uh, nurses can take. Yeah, well, there's only so much tax we can pay, too. But I, I want you to respond to th this happens all the time whenever I talk about this issue. And maybe it's just a couple of yes. freaked out anti-vaxxers. But, uh, but people are writing to me saying, well, if we hired back the unvaccinated nurses, we'd be fine. First of all, about the taxes, you brought it up. I'm going to tell you that what's really, really expensive is a nursing shortage. Uh, the amount of money that nurses make when they have to be called in on their days off, which they don't want to be, um, that's incredibly expensive. I, I will tell you, we're spending more money on staffing than we ever have, and everybody's shorthanded. But, but that aside, um, as far as the non-immunized nurses, um, I hear th that as well. Um, there is no reliable number of how many those nurses are. But I think we also have to remember the patients and the nurses uh, when this rule came into place that we're afraid to work with a non-immunized uh, non, uh, nurse. And the patients who really preferred immunized nurses and have a right to choose that. Okay, but so I'm going to run out of time. So here's what I really want to know. Okay. And that is, is it true that they are not being hired back? And would it make a difference? How many of them are there? 
Um, we don't know how many there are. I don't imagine there's more than a handful. I know most hospitals in Ontario were uh, 95 to 100% immunized before any of them were let go. So I don't think there's that many, but uh, okay. whether or not they would be hired back is something that I can't answer. Diane Martin, Chief Executive Officer, Registered Practical Nurses Association of Ontario. Thanks very much. Thank you.